We welcome into the program from the Waco Tribune Herald, Mr. Bryce Cherry. Bryce, uh, good morning. How are you, sir? Doing well. How about you guys? Doing good. I'm just a little disappointed that we're that we're uh, having, and we understand. I mean, we get it. I mean, with with the COVID situation, and, and this is 2020. We all have to be flexible. But it's certainly disappointing to see the Mark Bremont game not being played this week. I did see that it's getting rescheduled for towards the end of the year but uh, you, you've got la vega with some is, you know having issues again it's not th- their situation but it it seems like la vega's been been in this uh, situation and mark's been in this situation a lot here this year yeah no doubt and uh yeah it is unfortunate bremont mart to me was kind of the game of the week it was uh what we would call in the paper our centerpiece game where we have the you know the big photo and you know, kind of the big the big play on that game and uh, and so, yeah, it's unfortunate and it is 2020 and, and we've, we've dealt with it all year. Uh, those teams, it's not exclusive to those, you know, few teams we mentioned either. I mean, I, I wrote a column at one point where I listed, uh, you know, I don't know, a, a dozen teams in central Texas that have had games affected by COVID. And, and <clears throat> I mentioned that that was not a comprehensive list. I didn't try to list everyone because it's, uh, that number seems to grow by the week. We knew this was a possibility, not a possibility, but a probability, and, and um, you know, we're dealing with it, and it's unfortunate when it starts affecting games that matter, you know, district games, and then as we get into the playoffs, uh, Chad and I were just talking about it the other day, it's pretty much inevitable that a playoff game is going to fall victim at some point, and, and I don't know what they're going to do when that happens. Yeah, I was just going to say, what do they do, they being the UIL? Yeah, it's it's a conundrum. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if in that situation the team that, you know, wasn't affected by COVID advances, you know, just, just because, or, you know, like I said, I, that's just me speculating, but – uh, you know, I, I would think they would try to, um, you know, make it up if you could, but but then you run into problems where you're you're getting into the next week and the next round, and you know how how much can you push back the schedule? I mean, uh, so yeah, it's it's a mess. Um, I, I, I've said all along we've got to be thankful for the games we've got, um, and and we still have a few. So let's uh, you know. I guess look at the glass half full. Talk about some of the games, uh, or is there one particular game that you're uh, that that just kind of intrigued you uh, this week around Central Texas? You know, the Waco High Colleen game I think is a good one in terms of uh, I think the the Lions are resurgent, and um, you know that's an old district rival. Uh, you know, uh, even even when they were back in in different classifications, they played a lot. Um, so I think, you know, it'll be interesting to see after, you know, Waco high won that first week and then came back against a, a tough Hutto team and, um, you know, did some good things, but obviously lost that game. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how Kwame Cavill's team bounces back. I mean, I think that's a game that I'm going to have my eye on this week. And, uh, but there are others, I mean, um, you know, I think, uh, if you if you go down the line, if you want to talk about maybe some teams we probably haven't talked about on the radio before, uh, I think there's a great private school six man game this week, Live Oak and Vanguard. Uh, it's a rivalry game. game. Yeah, it's a it's a rivalry, crosstown rivalry. Both those teams are 
are playing well. They're both 2-0. and So uh, I think that one's going to be fun. It's over at Paul Tyson, and um, and I believe it's uh, Vanguard's first Paul Tyson game this year. So um, should should be a good one, uh, you know. And six-man games, I love them, man. I, I just think they're a lot of fun. There's there's more hitting than you actually, you know, might think there is. And, um, and certainly they can put up some points, that's for sure. That game is wide open, and it's it's almost like basketball on grass. It It is. I, I love it, too. I, I, I've seen a couple of playoff games uh, in the past when, like, Abbott would play Calvert, and you mm-hmm. want to talk about a great football matchup. There it mm. is right there. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, we were talking about it on our high school podcast this week. Uh, Chad said, uh, he said, Bryce, you know more about six-man football than I do, and uh, and that's probably true. He 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 knows more about other things than I do. Certainly, uh, rock music. I think he would beat me in. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we we did half our podcast on the death of Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> so, so you know, take that for what it's worth. I mean, uh, it's, it's obviously sad, but Chad wanted to talk about Eddie, so we talked about Eddie, but. Uh, sorry, I went down a rabbit hole there, but, uh, he mentioned, uh, you know, he said, has, has, you know, there always been like one area of the state where six man football has kind of done better than, than others. Cause we were framing this conversation in the fact that Jonesboro started the year ranked second mm-hmm. in the, in the state and they're six and oh, and now they're ninth. And I was sort of railing on that a little bit that I don't know how you win and, and drop down in the rankings like that. Um, and so he was asking me, you know, uh, if I thought that there was sort of like a, a little bit of a regional regional bias in, in six man. And certainly out west is kind of where the power has been. But you mentioned Abbott and Calvert. Last year we had Blum win a state championship. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's been some programs around here, and I think it's it's gravitating a little more towards Central Texas where, you know, you're seeing some teams pop up and do some really good things, and, and Jonesboro being one of them. And Jonesboro's got a big matchup this Friday against Borden County. They're going to meet out in Bront. So that's going to be an interesting to, game to keep on. I mean, those two met up in the state championship a couple of times over the past few years and another six-man school Bryce Mount Calm had to cancel their season uh, that's pretty unfortunate isn't it yeah obviously it's a numbers situation and um you know I was talking with a lot of six-man coaches before the season uh when we were doing a lot of our preview stuff and I was I was talking to them and and they were really concerned about you know COVID and and uh how that would affect their numbers because you know it's one thing when you're a 5A or 6A or 4A program, uh, even 3A, and and you uh, and you lose a guy or two or three, you know. Um, and we've seen you know games get shut down for one player because of contact tracing, but that's a whole nother conversation. But uh, but the fact that if you if you lose one or two in six man, that could be you know 25 percent of your team. So it makes a big difference in terms of numbers, and, and uh, we've seen that uh, affect several teams in our area, including Mount Calm. And West has been flying under the radar this year. I mean, they're 4-1. and one. Their only loss was to Lexington in week one. Why do you think they're not getting as much attention? That's a great question. I, I'm not sure, but 
we were talking about it again this week. Uh, West has a big game with Whitney. Great rivalry game. I wrote about that rivalry a little, little bit in the in the preseason, <laughs> and um, and I was saying to Chad that um, you know we haven't. I, I, I didn't think we had staffed a West game this year. We are this week, and he goes, I think we're going to be, uh, you know, multiple times yeah. from here on out. Uh, because you're right, they're they're on the rise. David Woodard's team is is playing well. Um, I think they have a great running game. They've shown that throughout the season, and I think the defense has improved. So, um, yeah, I mean, West is a team uh, program that'll uh, step up and have some big years and have some you know 10, 11 win seasons. So that might be you know where we're at again. So you, you mentioned you're going to staff the West game. Uh, you, have you got the list in front of you? Where else uh, are you guys going? Yeah, so we will be at Waco High and Colleen. Obviously, we were going to cover Bremont and Mark, that mm-hmm. game you mentioned, but uh, we're, we're tweaking things. We'll be uh, at uh, Salado Conley. We will be at – I don't have it right in front of me, but I'm trying to do it <laughs> off my memory. Um, let's see – Midway, Midway's playing South Grand Prairie. We'll be at that game. Uh, I think altogether we're at about six games on on Friday night. So, um, and then you know, of course, I'm in the office uh, tracking down all the ones we're not at. So uh, we try to get. Uh, usually, we have all the scores in the Saturday paper. If you're looking for a score, we should have it, and then have a pretty good a number of you know reports on games as well. And then those that we don't have, we try to. Uh, circle back to for Sunday's paper. All right, Bryce, appreciate it. And of course, next week we'll get into uh, not only high school football, but we'll get back into talking about the Bears and uh, and uh, their game. So look forward to that. Bryce Cherry, the Waco Tribune Herald. Bryce.